0: Welcome to Virtually Unbreakable podcast where we inspire you to live happier and more fulfilling lives. My name is Ella and I'm your host. Today's topic is how to embrace your emotions, why releasing emotions is good for you, and how it helps you connect with your true self. I'm pleased to have you here with me, so sit back, relax, and enjoy this episode. So today we are diving into emotion and emotions and feelings. And we're going to talk about everything that comes to our mind when it comes to expressing our emotions and understanding our feelings. So let's start uh, from defining what emotion is. Um, so emotion is a feeling delivering from one's circumstances. So, our moods, our relationships with others, events that we participated in. Um, the word emotion also means energy in motion. That means that um, the events we take part in um, cause us to have certain thoughts, certain interpretations, and make certain conclusions. And from that thought, we experience a feeling, so depending on whether we are thinking something positive, um, something joyful, or we are feeling something negative, something that perhaps makes us anxious, as a result of that, we then create a feeling and we do it subconsciously. We are feeling sad or we are feeling joyful or we are feeling happy. Um, and emotions are what is manifested on the back of that feeling. And there are many different types of emotions we experience during the day. But just to mention a few uh, most common ones, it could be uh, joy, interest, surprise, sadness, anger, disgust, contempt, self-hostility, fear, shame, shyness, or guilt. And we humans are all about emotions, Emotions are really, really big part of who we are, and much more than we think. And I feel like it's maybe because um, we can't see it. We live in a physical world where pretty much everything that we do and everything that exists around us has a consistency. So we are surrounded by objects, we are surrounded by items, physical items that we can smell, taste or touch. It's all visual, but our feelings and our emotions are not. They exist inside us. And just because we can't see them, it doesn't mean that they're not real. So, sometimes we don't realize um what emotions we have inside us. We are not aware of them. Uh, or we don't understand where they come from, um, and we could be also harboring our emotions um some of them since our childhood, since our young age, and not release them, not manage them. Uh, and those emotions can be so real, um, and it means so much in the moment uh, that they are old, or that they are recent, or that they are futuristic. So we experience a huge range of emotions during our life. And sometimes it can feel to us like emotions can just surface from nowhere. So they can just show up. They can just manifest in tears or an outburst of anger or a laughter. And then they subside and they go away. And in cognitive behavioral therapy, we usually focus on our thoughts, behaviors and relationship between those thoughts and behaviors. And we also focus on our moods and how we are feeling. And the basic aim of this cognitive behavioral therapy is to learn to manage the way we think and act in order to change the way we feel. So to put this in practice, I think it makes sense explaining that we have an event first and depending on what the event is, what the situation that we experience is about, we uh, create certain thoughts about this event. And our thoughts cause us, our thoughts might be the interpretation of the event, right? And those thoughts cause us to feel in a certain way. And they cause us those emotions. And on the back of those feelings, um, we, um, uh, on the back of, of those feelings, we behave in a certain way. So we create a, a path, a behavior that can become a pattern that, um, uh, continues that we could, we could subconsciously or consciously continue. And that be our behavior more often than not brings a set of beliefs with them. Because we start uh, experiencing something, we build certain interpretation of that, we then feel a feeling or emotion, and then we behave in line with that feeling of emotion. And it's a cycle. Uh, because we, on the back of the behavior, we are forming the beliefs that every time I do this, this and that happens for example. And it's it's like a self-fulfilling prophecy. That means we um, build a set of beliefs and by doing so, very often these are um, subconscious beliefs and there are limiting beliefs, we are inviting that event or that situation again to our life. So, We humans are very complex and our brain works in a complex way. And it's but certain processes are easy to understand and emotions and how emotions come about and what to do with them, how to manage them is something we can all learn. So emotions are a mental state that is generated from our own neurophysiological changes we create our emotions when we have a thought about something. And like I said, throughout the day, we will be feeling different things based on different events that have happened. And our thoughts cause us those feelings and and those feelings convert into emotions. And like I said, it could be anger, it could be sadness, it could be happiness. And we express some of those feelings or we harbor them inside and don't express them. And sadly, most of us were not taught how, taught, sorry, how to regulate our emotions or manage them properly. Uh, probably majority of us were not taught that. Uh, but of course, it's never too late to learn. Uh, and it's important to learn that. But to our credit, many of us as children um, from young age experience various emotions and um, we were often told to suppress them we were often told um, told things like oh stop being silly darling there's no need to cry stop crying please stop crying perhaps a parent would be very tired of our crying, of our hopelessness that we as children uh, express through tears, right? And and uh, and we need to release that. We don't know any better way to release that than through tears. Um, and and we are told don't do it, don't cry, there is no reason to cry. But emotions need to be released. They need to be acknowledged, they need to be um felt, and they need to be released for our bodies to be healthy. And um and, and harboring to them and, and um and not expressing them can cause long-term lots of different serious illnesses in our bodies and can really negatively impact our self-esteem, our relationships, and our mental health, to name few. So we create our emotions, but often they are created due to that situation we experience when something just happened to us. And we might feel that our emotions are heightened um, or hijacked or out of control because of an event or another person. And it's very important to try to understand why is that happening? And is that happening on a regular basis? Is that something that happens to us when we get involved in a certain activity or when we spend time with a certain person? Why do we feel that emotion that keeps coming back, that feels heightened, right? And how do we we express it? Um, we often might blame the other person, um, that because of them we feel certain emotions. Um, and it hurts so much and it's making us feel really mad and it's, it's making us angry perhaps. And it's just so much easier to blame someone else on it, um, than, um, than, than take responsibility for it. But the fact is, that we create our own emotions and somebody might just trigger them so there's a big difference between those two so we create our own emotions based on the interpretation of the event that has occurred and it's not someone that is making us angry is not something that makes us angry. It's that something or someone acts as a trigger to our subconscious mind to remind us that something like this happened before and now it's time to be angry. So we need to take responsibility for our emotions and not blame other people for them, no matter how angry or sad they make us. It's our responsibility to learn how to manage and release our em- emotions. But of course, like I said, certain people could be a very strong trigger to us. Um, but I think it's worth to point out that people are very unlikely to deliberately want to make us feel sad, angry or anxious. Um, that is very, very rarely their plan it just happens that something they say or something that they do triggers us into certain emotion. Um, and emotions are like food. We eat food to enjoy it. Um, and we eat food to feed our body um, and feed our needs. And, and that is the purpose. And once the food is consumed, it flashes out of our system. Our body takes what it needs to take from it and releases the rest. And, um, and that is the digestive system, right? And the same thing is with emotions. Emotions are our body's feedback system and they are here to alert us to something. Um, when they surface, they're asking us to acknowledge them. They are asking us to be felt and to be digested to make us aware of something. Right? Something that might be very important to us to deal with. For example, if we harbor an emotion, if we hold it in for many years, if we don't deal with our past traumas from our childhood or our previous relationships, if we don't, if we have some unfinished business happening, um, and if there's something A very, an experience or event of a, of a high importance that happened in the past that we didn't process. We didn't feel the emotions related to that. Perhaps we didn't allow ourselves to grieve that anything, anything, but some things more than others could be a trigger for that emotion to come back many years later. So it is not healthy to suppress emotions. It is very healthy to release them, um, ideally in a healthy way. And what I mean by that, not a physical violence towards anybody, although the, these things also happen, but of course are not recommended. But releasing them through tears, releasing them through physical exercise, releasing them through sadness, and one great way to release our emotions is having a journal. And it's, um, it's, it can be really, really helpful to have a journal. So, you know, um, it's, it's really, um, it's such a small thing, but it's so practical. Get yourself a journal and get rid of every feeling you have on paper. Literally. Write it down. Um, And never mind how silly it is. Never mind how embarrassing it feels to start with. It will feel weird. It will feel like, who am I writing this to? Uh, Who am I talking to? This is ridiculous. But don't think that and don't overthink it. Take a piece of paper. Start writing every feeling you are experiencing. Dedicate 10-15 minutes a day, that's all it takes uh, to flash out those emotions, those, those thoughts and those feelings that you experience on a regular basis. Um, and even if they're horrible thoughts, even if they are something you're not proud of, most of them will not be something that you're proud of. We are humans, we are here and to experience all different emotions, not just the good ones. So the idea is that if you don't have someone trusted to talk to on a regular basis about your emotions, if you perhaps feel um, a massive complex emotions that you can't understand, you don't know where they come from and they really bother you. Perhaps some of them are really blocking you from making progress in life, or you feel like you um, hold yourself back by taking action because you feel tearful or you feel anxious. Write them down. Write them down. And and if you do it on a regular basis, you will feel lighter afterwards. And by having a journal, you're giving yourself a beautiful gift you're giving yourself an opportunity to meet yourself through your own thoughts and support yourself through your own thoughts. And that self-acceptance and self-love is the basis, is the fundamentals to introduce a positive change in your life. I hope this was helpful and you enjoyed it. I'll speak to you next week. for joining me today. I hope you enjoyed today's episode. If you did enjoy it, why not subscribe or leave us a review or star rating on Spotify or Apple podcasts. I would love to hear from you and get your feedback on our content. You can connect with me on LinkedIn. The link to my profile is below in the show notes. If you would like to receive the notes from today's podcast episode, you can find them on our website, which is virtuallyunbreakable.bussprout.com. See you in the next episode of Virtually Unbreakable podcast, where we will discuss how can neurolinguistic programming help change our lives?